What's the worst kind of employee? Welcome to the Transformative Duff. My name is Rabbi Daniel Friedman. Today we are on page 92 of Tractic Subas, and we learn that it's not the bad employee who presents the greatest challenge, but the average one. Here's why. Welcome to the Transformative Duff, and thank you for being my Harissa today. I like to begin with a story. During the time between Adam and Noah, humankind became increasingly degenerate. One of the individuals in the generations between them was a figure called Hanoch. The Torah states about Hanoch, he walked with God, but then was no more for God took him. While Hanoch's 365 years weren't negligible, he lived a considerably shorter life than his father and his son, who both lived well into their 900s. Our sages teach that God took him means that he died prematurely. What was the cause of his death? The Medrash Lekach Tov writes that he was righteous, but he wasn't on the highest level of righteousness. We're told that the patriarchs walked before God, but Hanoch only walked with God, which is a lower level. According to Rashi, he was on the verge of sin and God took him prematurely to avoid his spiritual downfall. Was he a bad person? Not at all. He was clearly righteous. Nevertheless, he wasn't on the highest spiritual level possible. Compared to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, he was relatively average. And in a world filled with moral corruption, his mediocrity wouldn't have been able to stand up to the spiritual challenges that lay ahead. And so God saw no choice but to take him before his time. Let's discuss today's Gemara. We have four characters in our story in the Gemara. Creditor lends money to Ruvain who buys some fields. Ruvain then sells the fields to Shimon. Shimon sells a single field to Levi. Creditor wants his money back. Ruvain has no money. Creditor then goes to Levi and threatens to repossess the field. Levi tells him he has no right to this particular field because it's of either superior or inferior quality. Only average quality fields may be repossessed, which is exactly why Levy bought the field, because he knew it could not be repossessed. Creditor must instead claim one of the average quality fields from Shimon. It makes sense that Creditor cannot repossess the superior field. A superior product is obviously better than an average product. But what makes the inferior field more valuable than the average field? The reason is as follows. When Levy buys an inferior piece of property, does he buy it with the intention of treating it like he would his superior property? Of course not. He buys it to fix it up and make a profit. Many successful people have made a fortune buying inferior properties, fixing them up and flipping them for a much higher price than they paid and invested. In contrast, an average field will produce averagely on the one hand, it's not producing a superior crop, but on the other hand, it's not inferior enough to warrant investment to rebuild it and flip it. That's why Levy toiled to purchase either a superior or inferior piece of property, but knew that there's little to be gained from an average piece of land. That's the general problem with mediocrity and averageness. In life, many people fall into lives of averageness and mediocrity. On the one hand, they're not reaching their potential, but on the other hand, they're not performing poorly enough to make the decision to pull their socks up. Any employer will attest to this idea. Great employees are wonderful, and bad employees can be terminated. The most challenging employees are the mediocre workers who are doing enough just to get by. They did nothing wrong, so you can't get rid of them, but they're not really doing a great job. 
It's not just at work that mediocrity is a problem. Throughout life, being average is the worst place a person can be. Such a person gets stuck in a rut and doesn't feel compelled to make a change and become who he was destined to be. He coasts through school, he goes with the flow in his career, he's average when it comes to community volunteerism, he's an okay family member, he's an okay friend, there's just nothing spectacular about him. He never really pours his heart and soul into what he's doing because getting by is often good enough. But you know that your life is a superior product. You are a child of the Almighty. He has chosen you for greatness. You have unlimited potential and it's time to unleash your inner true self. You have the power to be an incredible contributor to the world. You have the power to be an incredible parent, spouse, child, friend, neighbor, and community member. Stop settling for mediocrity. God wants you to be magnificent. May you merit pulling yourself out of mediocrity and becoming everything the Almighty destined you to be, wishing you a transformative day. Thank you for tuning into the Transformative Duff Podcast with Rabbi Daniel Friedman. Whether you've been doing Duff Yomi for years or you're not quite ready to commit but want to be part of the Duff Yomi global movement, there's something in the Transformative Duff for everyone. It's about joining the conversation. It's about talking over the duff with your family, your friends, your colleagues. It means never being short of a discussion starter or a meaningful Dvar Torah. Every page of the Gemara, every word, every letter contains the secrets of the universe to achieving a life of simcha and purpose. Transform your life today. The Transformative Duff is published by Mosaica Press and available at all good Jewish bookstores and online from mosaicapress.com. Thank you, the transformative Duff.